Hello! Welcome to the Holistic House Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Center, healthcare practitioner, occupational therapist, and holistic wellness advocate. I'm excited to share with you natural, evidence-based, and effective solutions for a thriving and healthy life. Explore the world of nutritional medicine, essential oil therapy, and clean, toxin-free living. Become educated and empowered to transform your health for a more vibrant and happy life. Welcome back, everyone. I am so grateful to be sharing this space with you today. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to share this time with you. Um, I love getting to know my listeners, so you can always, always reach out and start a conversation. You can find me uh, on my website at www.theholistichouse.org. You can shoot me an email from that website. You can find me on Instagram at Holistic Stephanie Marie or on Facebook at the Holistic House Facebook page. Um, And as a thank you to my listeners, if you rate and review my podcast on iTunes and you send me a screenshot of it, I will put you in a drawing to win a free box of goodies. Uh, I have some organic soap, some small bags of algae tablets from Energy Bits, along with some other fun stuff. Uh, If you caught my last episode where I interviewed Katherine Arnston, um, she shares all about how algae is the most nutrient-dense food on the planet, and it's super good for your immune system. So if you haven't listened to that yet, check it out. Uh, But yes, I'll be including some of that in my goodie box. Um, The winner will be selected on August 30th. So make sure you get your reviews in and send them to me by then. Uh, I hope you are soaking up this last month of summer. Does anyone else have mixed emotions when the seasons change? I know I like, I relish in the sights and sounds and the feel of summer. And even though I'm in my 30s, I still associate summer with being on break. And I don't know, just having a chance to relax and unwind. So. For me, summer is an opportunity for self-reflection and a great time for me to kind of just revisit my life's compass and make sure I'm in tune with where I'm supposed to be. Although I'm, I'm always a little sad when summer comes to an end, I really can't help but become really excited for fall. There's nothing like the freshness of a crisp fall breeze. And I ooh, I still get excited to buy school supplies, which I know will be a little different this year. Um, and I love watching the leaves change color. And I, I don't know if anyone else can relate to just like the utter happiness of like the first time you have to pull out a sweater to be comfortable when you're outside. I just love that feeling, that first sweater weather day. Um, And yes, I know that autumn will be different this year and the festivals won't be the same or perhaps even happen at all, but I'm also really optimistic. I think that this season of life that we've all been sharing together, you know, regardless of age, gender, location, 
socioeconomic status, like none of us are immune to a global pandemic. Um, I think we've all been just really challenged to look inward and to make better decisions for especially our health right now, obviously, but just our overall quality of life. I've certainly taken advantage of this this time of self-reflection over the past several months. Um, I made some huge life changes this summer. I quit my full-time steady income job that I've had for several years. Um, I've been working as an OT in healthcare for about seven years. Um, and I absolutely love my job. Like it's so rewarding watching the impact that I'm capable of making on a person's quality of life. And I just feel like I'm much more capable of making that impact out outside of just the con the confines of managed care, really. Um, at the heart of OT, like we focus on daily occupations. We ask the question, what's necessary? And what's meaningful to the people that we work with. That way, when medical complication X happens, for instance, we can focus our plan of care around getting you back to being yourself again. Um, we're client-centered and we get to be creative. Some of my, my favorite OT moments over the past seven years include, um, I worked with this really cool guy who, um, he was a teenager, I think late teens, early 20s. Um, he suffered a diving accident and he had a traumatic brain injury and like his main goal, man, was to go to college. And I got to be a part of that. I got to take him on college visits. I got to kind of prep him for being a successful college student. Um, that was, that was the occupation that he really identified the most with. And that's what we focused on. Um, another really great example that I love is, um, I had an older gentleman with Parkinson's disease who loved to golf and he was really sad that because of the, you know, when you have Parkinson's disease, a lot of times, um, your, your motor function is impaired. So a lot of times they'll have like a freezing of gait where when they're walking, they just can't take another step. Like their, their brain's telling their foot to take another step, but they just can't. Um, so it really affected his, his golf game. Um, and it's not just specific to lower extremities. It affects your upper extremities as well. But anyways, I got to adapt the game of golf so he could play it. Um, it wasn't the same golf that you and I would maybe play, but it was still at the heart of, of things golf. And, um, I just know that his life is improved because he can still do what he loves to do. So we focus on what you need and what you want to do, because those are the things that make you uniquely you. I mean, we all have to feed ourselves. We all have to wipe our butts when we go to the bathroom, but we, we become individualized when we um, have different ones. And so it's really a great, a great profession. And I, and I'm so grateful to be a part of it. So the reason I left managed care is I wanted to step into the space of holistic wellness and um, that's really not supported by managed care. And so the reason I bring this up is because my goal with you is to kind of bridge that gap between um, what traditional medicine is when it's kind of like a, a managed symptoms with medications based approach. Um, I want to bridge the gap between that and kind of the mysteries of functional medicine and integrative health. 
as those concepts, while I feel like they are becoming more widely acknowledged, I feel like there's still somewhat of a question mark to many. So that is kind of why I'm here and what I'm doing. Um, today, we are going to talk all about hormones. It's really fascinating, and I'm really excited to share that information with you. Some friendly reminders. Um, my August special, which is Hemp Oil by Metagenics, um, is going on. So it's you'll get 10% off hemp oil for the month of August. With all the craziness happening right now, I thought we could all just use a little calm. So this product is a broad spectrum hemp extract. Um, it consists of naturally occurring phytocannabinoids and terpenes. Um, it's USDA certified organic. It's certified as glyphosate residue free by the Detox Project, which that's a big freaking deal. Um, if you're a new listener, I think it's really important as consumers that we vote with our dollars on glyphosate free products. Um, we need to get glyphosate out of the United States. Um, it's out of most other countries. We are just a little slow, a little behind the times. Um, and of course, this product is non-GMO, gluten-free, and vegetarian. Hemp oil contains a wide range of naturally occurring beneficial cannabinoids, uh, excuse me, phytocannabinoids, terpenes, and plant compounds. Um, Phytocannabinoids help with a healthy response to stress by modulating our neurotransmitter pathways. For me personally, I have found hemp to be beneficial for my digestion. Um, and so, anyways, because I think everyone deserves to feel a little calm, I'm offering listeners 10% off. That brings us down to $45, which is pretty amazing because most hemp products at this quality range to about $95 to $100. That's uh, what I was spending on hemp oil before I came across this product. Um, it's actually one of the reasons why I switched. So you can find this. Um, I'll provide a link in the show notes. You can also go to stephaniecenter.metagenics.com slash hemp oil and just use the code house10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Again, this is from now until the end of August. So today's episode is all about your hormones, and what I want you to take away from today is four clear strategies that you can use to help regulate and support your hormones. Uh, before I dive into the specific strategies, I think it's important for you to know what your hormones are doing. So I definitely recommend that you get them tested and you just kind of know what's going on. I personally prefer urine over blood tests for hormones. Um, my personal favorite is the DUTCH test, and that stands for Dried Urine Test for Comprehensive Hormones. This is a test that I use in my practice. Um, it provides a really great overview of how your hormones are behaving over the course of a day. Um, my issue, my main issue with like the blood samples that you, you, you know, when you go to your doctor's office and you get your hormones tested just um, with a blood test, um, is that it's simply just a snapshot of your hormones at any given moment. Um, and I like to talk about cortisol. I think that's a really good example. Um, cortisol makes like a bell curve. It's rising and falling throughout the day. And so if you only get one sample of your cortisol and that's taken at like 1.17 p.m., well, that's not really helpful information for you because you don't know um, is your cortisol really really high when it's supposed to be low, right? It's supposed to be, cortisol is kind of what wakes you up in the morning. So you want it to be kind of higher in the morning and you want it to kind of increase. Um, 
And so if you're taking at 117 p.m., you don't you don't really know what your cortisol is doing the rest of the time. Um, and, and cortisol measurements are really relational. Like it matters where it is in space throughout your whole day. Um, so just giving one little one little slice throughout the day um, it's not really helpful. I will spend uh, an entire episode on testing hormones because I think that it deserves that its own space. So just stay tuned for that. But I just wanted to kind of mention that really, if you want to support your home hormones, like you got to know what's going on with them. You have to know where your needs are and you can't, you won't necessarily know what your needs are just because of the way you feel. Um, the strategies I'm covering today though, they don't really require you to know your hormone levels for them to be helpful strategies. So the four the four techniques or the four strategies that I will be going over today are seed cycling, um, cleaning out your cosmetic bag, eliminating hormone disrupting foods, and supplementation and essential oils. So first let's talk about seed cycling. I think this is so, so interesting. Um, if this is a new concept for you, seed cycling is a practice that uses the nutritional properties of seeds to help regulate and support a woman's cycle. This is a great strategy for women of all ages, regardless if you're menstruating or not. Um, I think it's particularly helpful for women coming off of hormonal birth control who need help with regulation. Um, I think it's really helpful for women who experience PMS because it does help with mood regulation. It's great for women that suffer from hormonal-related acne. Um, and it's also really great for women dealing with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I'll kind of tell you what to do, and then I'll kind of go over how it works. Um, in this example that I'm going to share with you, I'm assuming a 28-day cycle. That's the typical menstrual cycle. However, if your cycle is longer or shorter or you don't have one at all, um, there are ways to adjust accordingly. Um, if you don't have a cycle, you will want to go based off of the moon cycle, and I will get into to more details about that as we move on. For this technique, it's also important for you to understand the two different phases of the menstrual cycle the follicular and the luteal phases. The follicular phase is the first 14 days of your cycle and it's characterized by an increase in estrogen in preparation for ovulation. Ideally, ovulation occurs on the 14th day and that is when the egg is released. So that action would mark the end of the follicular phase and the beginning of the luteal phase. Um, during the luteal phase, which would be days 15 to 28, Progesterone increases to thicken the uterine lining to prepare for pregnancy. Obviously, if the egg isn't fertilized during ovulation, then at the end of this phase marks menstruation and the beginning of a subsequent follicular phase. Okay, so here's how seed cycling works. On days 1 through 14, which we've also identified as the follicular phase, or day 1 of your period, um, and if you're not on a cycle, Day one for you will be the on the new moon. That's when you'll start your day one. And you'll want to take one to two tablespoons of pumpkin seeds and one to two tablespoons of ground flax seeds daily. So on days one through 14, take one to two tablespoons of each daily. These help you to naturally increase your estrogen. They are 
phytoestrogens, which just means they are plant compounds that are structurally structurally similar to estradiol. Uh, flax seeds in particular contain alpha-linolic acid, which is a, also known as ALA. If you ever hear like a nutritionist talk about ALA, that's what they're referring to. Um, and it's really, really anti-inflammatory. Both seeds are high in fiber so that you can metabolize and eliminate estrogen properly. Um, it's really important that you're eliminating, and what I mean by that is going number two, um, daily, and uh, flax seeds especially help you to do this. Um, if you're not eliminating daily, that can become a contributing factor to something called estrogen dominance, because if um, there's like no nice way to say this, if stool is sitting in your system and it's not moving, those hormones that are waiting to be eliminated can actually be reabsorbed back into your bloodstream. And then your liver and your body has to process those hormones all over again. Um, you can get creative in how you take these. I like to add them to smoothies. I, I like to eat smoothies. I will say you need to be really careful with smoothies, that you're not putting a, like all fruit in there, that you're putting veggies in there too, because fruit is really high in fructose and that can be problematic. Um, but I share, I actually have a ton of recipes um, I, I, for smoothies, and I also have a really some really fun, like, bite-sized mini, I don't know what to call them. I don't want to call them granola bars because they don't contain granola, but just these little bite-sized treats. Um, my favorite one right now is a, um, well, I'll, I'll share it later. Um, I like I like adding flaxseed and tahini together, but that kind of combines the two. Um, phases. So anyways, that's one I'm working on right now. But if you, um, if you're on my email list, um, I send them out pretty frequently, or um, you can always visit my website or just email me and I'd be happy to share with you. I, again, I have a ton of recipes. Um, if you, if you're struggling with how to be creative, you can also throw them on top of a salad. Um, you can just eat them straight up too. You can just take a, like a tablespoon of pumpkin seeds and just eat them. Um, or you can make a good trail mix. Um, I do want to say that um, you want to buy ground flax seeds, or even better, you want to grind them yourself. Um, it's really hard for the body to digest flax seeds that are not ground, um, and so it's just just easier on your GI tract. And and um, also, you want to store them in the fridge because. Black seeds become rancid very quickly. So I think the recommendation is actually to get a new bag every three to four days. I don't really know how realistic that is. Um, my husband and I probably together don't go through a bag in three to four days. Um, but if it's sitting in your fridge for a few weeks, then yeah, it's probably probably time to switch that out. And I wouldn't leave it on your countertop for very long either. Like take it out, get the flaxseed that you need for whatever you're making and put it right back in the fridge. Okay, so on days 15 through 28, also known as your luteal phase, you'll want to take one to two tablespoons of sesame seeds and one to two tablespoons of sunflower seeds. And again, this is daily. So on days 15 to 28, one, one to two tablespoons of each of those daily. Um, if you're not menstruating, you'll want to begin this phase on the full moon. So sesame and sunflower seeds support progesterone during this phase, which is 
the hormone responsible for an elevated mood, better quality sleep, and bloat control. Um, and that's kind of how seed cycling works. So once you um, reach day one again, so so after days 15 to 28, you get your period. That's when you would switch back to the the pumpkin and flax seeds. So if you have any questions about that at all, feel free to reach out to me again. Um, I'll provide li- links in the show notes on how you can get in touch with me. Um, I'm really I do this myself. Um, I'm kind of passionate about it, and I think it. Um, I did it. I I did it when I came off of hormonal birth control, um, and it really helped me. Really helped me kind of get back in sync. So, and actually, not to overshare, but you know, when you come off of birth control, it, it kind of takes a while to get your period in the first place. And I actually got mine on the new moon, which was cool that that happened because that was not when I was supposed to get it. Um, so I was actually in sync with the moon and I didn't, I didn't even know it. Um, let's see if you, again, if you want to try any of my recipes, please hop on to the holistichouse.org and get on my email list. I am always sharing my recipes. I'm always creating new ones. Like I'm literally in the kitchen every week trying to put things together that, um, are helpful to healing our bodies. I'm really into healing foods. So anyway, stay tuned for that. Okay, moving on to strategy number two. Oh, this one is really big and can be a little cumbersome, but it's clean out your cosmetic bag. There are so, so many endocrine disruptors hidden in our self-care items. Um, uh, just to be clear, the endocrine system is just the governing body for our hormones. hormones um, so I kind of use them synonymously. Um, in the United States, we only have 11 ingredients that are banned from our cosmetics. Um, to give you a reference point, the UK has 1,400 ingredients that are banned in their cosmetics. So that means quite literally anything can be in your self-care products. Now, I know that switching your cosmetics from traditional to clean products is a daunting task. Um, it's time-consuming. It requires a lot of thought and research on your part, and it's expensive. So here's what I recommend to kind of break it down and make it easy. When you run out of an item, say mascara. Replace it with a cleaner version of that product. Um, I've literally had friends who have been like have struggled with fertility, and literally all they did was switch out their they're like self-care products over to organic clean ingredients and boom, they got pregnant. Like it just goes to show like what kind of effect we put on, like what kind of effect what we put on our skin has on our body. Now I'm not like disclaimer. I'm not saying that if you do this, you're going to get pregnant if that's what you're trying to do. It just, it's just an example, but I just think that it's, that's happened to multiple of my friends. And I just think that that's like so wild. Um, your skin is the largest organ in your body, right? And it's porous. So it's going to absorb whatever we put on it, right? So we, we, we need to be really careful. Um, I like to use the Think Dirty app. It's an app that you can download straight to your phone. Um, and what it does is like you can scan the barcode on whatever item you're looking at. And it'll, it'll um, kind of gives it like a score or rating system so that you can make an informed decision on, on what you want to buy. 
it, it shows you what ingredients in it are clean, what ingredients in it. And I think it uses like a green, yellow, red kind of system. So green is clean, yellow is, uh, I don't know. And then red is like, absolutely not. You don't want this on your body. And it kind of tells you why. So I think it's really, it's a quick, educational, helpful app so that you aren't like Googling up a whole bunch of different products. You can just, if you're at Target and that's where you buy your self-care items, just scan, scan, scan. Um, and it gives you, or if you're not, if you're not going out to Target right now because you're staying inside, you can also use that app and just like say shampoo. I want to know what a healthy shampoo is. And it'll give you a list of all of the shampoos rated zero, which is the highest, like the best score you can get green and zero. Um, and like, honestly, it doesn't have to be, it's not, I think we also associate it like clean and organic with expensive. My shampoo that I buy is rated, I think, a two, and it's green, um, and it's eight ninety nine. So, like, I don't think that that's really bad for shampoo. Um, I think, I think that's pretty decent. Um, and like the mascara, my favorite mascara um, is from Honeybee Gardens, and I think that's like fourteen dollars. So, anyways, I think you can shop smarter, not harder. You can also use the. Um, environmental working group app. I think it's called the EWG app. Um, and you can also look up kind of what they write and recommend. I did want to share just top ingredients that I feel like you should really stay away from because they are endocrine or hormone disruptors. And so I'm going to share with you three of those um, so that if you don't have the app or you don't have time, like just scan for these three things and just steer clear and you'll, you'll, you'll be better off than doing nothing at all. So the first ingredient that I think you should absolutely stay away from is parabens. These are found primarily in makeup, uh, moisturizers, and shampoo. Long chain parabens, like um, propyl and butyl parab parabens are especially known to wreak havoc on the endocrine system as they mimic estrogen. Um, some studies leak them to reproductive and developmental disorders. Um, I don't feel like I, I have enough research to support that claim. I'm just going to throw that out there, though. The second ingredient that you should absolutely stay away from is PEG, polyethylene glycol. Um, it's super, super common. <laughs> um, it's in a lot of things. It's in makeup, especially foundations, and it's in a lot of exfoliants. So if you ever use like a skin rinse that has beads, those beads are probably made of PEG. Um, not only is polyethylene glycol an endocrine disruptor, it's also probably a carcinogen. Um, and it irritates the skin easily and it penetrates it. So if you have any broken skin, like do not apply. <laughs> If you have like a cut on your face, don't use the rinse with the beads in it um, because that's just um, adding insult to injury there. And the third uh, ingredient that's kind of at the top of my list that I feel like you should stay away from is fragrance. So any of your products that have that vague ingredient, fragrance, like what does that mean? Um, that's a catch-all. It can mean anything. There is no regulation body for what fragrance right, might mean, making it the most, most mysterious and most potentially harmful ingredient. So hopefully you can write down parabens, PEG, and fragrance, and just maybe keep those in the back of your mind when you're shopping. Um, 
Or of course, I totally recommend using Think Dirty or Environmental Working Group. Those are both great apps and that they have helped me to switch over my self-care products over time. Um, I, for me, it wasn't overnight either. Like I, when I was going through this a few years ago, like I definitely took my time. Um, and what I bought two years ago is not what I'm buying now. So I'm constantly learning and evolving. And I hope that you do, you do the same because when we know better, we do better, right? Okay. So here's the third strategy, um, for kind of supporting your hormones and balancing them. Um, I really recommend that you eliminate hormone disrupting foods. Um, there are a lot of hormone disrupting foods out there. I'm just going to talk about two of them, maybe three of them today. Um, so the, the top one on my list is obviously going to be um, focused on our, on our meat, but what we consume in our meat. Um, you want to avoid, avoid meats at all costs that are injected with hormones and antibiotics. So synthetic hormones that are given to these animals are still in them when you eat them. So then your body has to process and deal with them. And they're synthetic. So they're not even real hormones. <laughs> they're, not, they're really not good for you. Um, so I always aim for organic, pasture-raised, grass-fed, hormone and antibiotic-free beef. Um, you definitely want to get wild-caught fish. Farm-caught fish has a lot high content of mercury and a lot of other things. Um, I was reading in like Michigan, like fish that you catch has, uh, they have a high content of like, is it Prozac? Um, some sort of like antidepressant that you, you consume when you eat fish caught there. Um, so yeah, just be really mindful. I like to get, um, for my salmon, I like to get Alaskan wild caught salmon. That's probably the cleanest, cleanest thing on the market right now. I also want to mention, be wary of marketing. I cannot tell you how many times I've accidentally bought or almost bought um, natural, and I'm going to put that in air quotes, natural chicken that was placed in the organic section of the grocery store. You have to read the label really closely because natural doesn't mean anything. Like, how would you define natural? It would be great if we could define natural as organic, but um, you can call something natural and it be anything but. So um, just be careful careful with marketing. Certified uh, organic, USDA certified organic, that's a pretty tough, rigorous process to become certified organic. So that's that's a lot safer of a bet than something that says natural. Um, and I really hate it when the grocery stores are out of organic meat, so they put natural in the organic section. Um, that has happened to me a few times. So just be really cautious um, when you're doing your shopping. Um, another food, well, I guess this isn't a food, um, and you probably don't want to hear this, but red wine is also really problematic for your hormones. Um, red wine, uh, specifically, it increases circulating estrogen, um, and it decreases your sex hormone binding globulin, so SHBG, which dramatically increases a woman's risk for breast cancer. Um, I know that like while moderate while drinking moderate amounts of red wine is associated with a decreased risk for cardiovascular disease, it does it can increase your risk for breast cancer. Um, I almost didn't share this one because it is very individualized. 
Um, there are definitely lots of studies that suggest that women in their 80s who drink modest amounts of red wine regularly, it actually demonstrates a decreased risk for dementia. So it has some sort of cognitive protective property. But here's what I want you to take from this. If you know how you metabolize estrogen, then you can make an informed decision about if and how much red wine you will consume. Um, if you metabolize estrogen safely, then your risk for developing a serious health issue goes down. Um, so you, you kind of have to know if you metabolize most of your estrogen through the 2-hydroxy pathway um, versus like the 4-hydroxy. You got to know where you're dominant. Um, if you're 4-hydroxy dominant and you know it, you do not want to be consuming red wine regularly. Uh, the last problematic food is probably the most obvious, um, and that's sugar, right? Sugar raises the hormone insulin in our bodies. And over time, elevated insulin can lead to what we know as type 2 diabetes or non-insulin-dependent diabetes mellitus. Um, however you want to, however you want to label it, it's still the same thing. Um, some great sugar substitutes that have a much smaller to no effect on insulin are stevia, and my personal favorite is monk fruit. Um, I also like to use like natural sweeteners in moderation, like maple syrup and honey. Again, those will raise your insulin, so you have to um, you have to play your cards right, and again, use small amounts and in moderation. Um, if you're dealing with candida, but of course, like you cannot have um, maple syrup or honey because that will feed candida. Um, so you just have to be careful with them. I would stay the heck away from artificial sweeteners like Sweet and Low, Splenda. Oh my gosh, what's the third one? Equal. Um, they contain things like aspartame, which is very dangerous to our health um, as it's not only very toxic to our liver, um, but our brains don't recognize those sweeteners as sweet and therefore they do not fulfill any craving that we might have. So if you have a sweet tooth, especially you want to stay away from sweet and low Splenda and equal because it will not satisfy your sweet tooth and you will still be craving something sweet. Um, not to mention they are much, much sweeter than real sugar. So you're kind of increasing that threshold for what constitutes as sweet for you. Just a fun fact. Okay, and here is my last strategy. And this is the only strategy where I would say that having testing results would be like really beneficial because um, I'm going to talk about supplementation and there are so many targeted supplements to support different hormones. So I'm just going to share one general one and then some essential oils that also support hormones. So I really like I really like Skin Assist by Vitanica. Um, it's a really well-rounded supplement. Um, I'm really not a fan of the name because I feel like it does a lot more <laughs> than help you with your skin, but I don't know, maybe that's just like their marketing technique or I'm not sure. Um, but what I really like about this is it has a, a well-rounded profile of vitamins and minerals that support horthy hormone production and function. It's got things like um, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, B6, biotin. Um, I, I thought they were really smart to include zinc and copper together, which I think is really important because um, a lot of supplements only contain zinc and zinc can deplete your copper, has an inverse effect on copper, so you, you always want to take them together. Um, it's got the amino acid L-hydroxyproline um, and then a bunch of herbs that I absolutely love. Um, 
Like it's got um, horsetail herb, which is really anti-inflammatory. It's got go-to cola herb, which is used in Ayurvedic medicine. It's known as the longevity herb. It's actually a really calming herb for the central nervous system on top of all of its hormone benefits. Um, it's got oat straw, which is also great for reducing inflammation, which will allow hormones to do their thing. Um, it's got burdock root, which I think is so smart because that helps to purify the blood. So if, um, you know, because it, so you want, you want something that's, I thought it was really smart that they included something that's good for your liver health because that's where your blood gets clean because all of your hormones are processed in the liver. So I thought that was really smart. Um, hormones are directly related to hair loss. So if you are experiencing any hair loss related to DHT levels, um, this product contains saw palmetto, which is wonderful for blocking DHT from attacking those hair follicles. Um, and lastly, it contains nettles root, which is great for managing blood sugar levels. So yeah, it's a really, really well-rounded product. I really like it. Um, and I'm really particular when it comes to dosage. And I'm, I'm really very pleased with the, um, the dosage they use for each of the ingredients in this product. So if you want to try it out, you can hop over to theholistichouse.org. And you can find it on the shop page. I have a, I have a few supplements on there that are, um, again, just really uh, great for general health. Um, I don't have anything on there that I wouldn't, that, I, that have really contraindications for taking. Um, but you can find this product on that page. Um, and it's, it's really great. I, I enjoy it. I, think it. I think it helps me. And I think it, it was well-crafted. Um, essential oils are also so, so great at helping with hormones. Um, essential oils are not like, they're not like, um, supplements where they go through the GI tract. Um, you can use them topically, you can inhale them and they, they can penetrate the cell. So they're really unique in the way that they can support hormones. Um, I put together just a list of, um, like different hormone related issues. And then I have, um, essential oils that kind of help with that issue. So I'll just share those. Um, if you're experiencing brain fog, which is directly related to um, hormone function, just kind of like a non-clear head, um, peppermint, frankincense, lemon, and rosemary are all really great for brain fog. Um, if you're experiencing menstrual discomfort, frankincense, peppermint, clary sage, and marjoram are great for that. You can um, put it in a rollerball blend with some like coconut oil or jojoba oil. Um, and kind of put that directly on your abdomen for some relief. Um, if you're experiencing irregular menstruation, um, along with the seed cycling, I love um, clary sage, ylang ylang, rose, and lavender. If you are looking to enhance your mood, maybe during that second part, your luteal phase of your cycle where progesterone should be shining, and maybe it's just not, um, I like ylang ylang, Roman chamomile, frankincense, um, lime, and wild orange. Those are all really great for elevating your mood. If you're struggling with type 2 diabetes, I think cassia and cinnamon and ginger are all great. Uh, Coriander is great too um, for helping you to manage blood sugar levels. Um, probably want to ingest, ingest those in a veggie capsule. Thyroid, I like to put this blend together and kind of put it, I actually have a good thyroid blend. Um, if you want to get a copy of it, you can um, 
go to my website and um, there's a button for you to click for a free ebook for an, um, essential oil blends and I have a good um, hormone balancing blend in there that's similar to this um, but for thyroid health there's lemon lemongrass rosemary myrrh peppermint clove and lavender um, and if you're looking to do some to lose some weight coriander fennel and celery seed are all great Whew, I know that was a mouthful um, if you're interested in dipping your toes in oils and kind of learning more I am having a free Essential Oils 101 Masterclass this Sunday, August 16th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, I'll provide a link in the show notes if you want to learn more about, uh, if you want to participate in this class and learn more about what essential oils are, the health benefits, and how to specifically use them to kind of get the most out of them. Um, if you are new to the world of holistic health, I think that this is a great uh, low barrier way to get involved as it's really inexpensive and you reap a ton of health benefits. I mean, essential oils are really versatile. Um, you just kind of have to know the blends and kind of how to mix them together to kind of elevate your wellness. So um, that's something I'm happy to help you with because I am really passionate about them. They have really helped me in my wellness journey. Um, and so I'm happy to share them with you. Uh, if you want to dive right in, and um, I'll put the link in the show notes to my Healthy Start Kit. It's a great way to begin your journey. I've got some of my all-time favorite, most versatile oils in this kit, and it comes at a really nice discount. Um, and when you purchase it, your enrollment fee is waived, so you can benefit from wholesale pricing from here on out. Um, there's no commitment on your end to purchase anything on a regular basis. It's not like that. Um, and all of the oils in this kit I deep dive into during my masterclass. And no worries if you're listening to this long after August 16th, 2020. I promise I will have many more classes to come. Just be sure to sign up for my weekly wellness newsletter or join me at on Instagram at Holistic Stephanie Marie um, to find out when my next class is. Thank you all so much for spending this time with me today. I I really hope you got some meaningful information that will help you to make, to become empowered and educated about making good decisions regarding your own health. Um, if you feel like you learned something, please consider leaving me a rating and review. Um, that's the best way for me to really get the word out there. Um, if you write a review, make sure to send me a screenshot of it. So um, on, you can send it to me on Facebook, Instagram, or at info.holistichouse at gmail. Um, and I will enter you in my drawing to win a free gift box. And of course, it will be hormone disruptor free and um, filled with goodness to support you in your wellness. The winner will be selected on Sunday, August 30th. Um, so please get that in by then. And um, I look forward to helping somebody else on their wellness journey. As always, I am your host, Stephanie Sinner. Go out in the world and be well and be kind. <laughs>